You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another great episode here on AfterBuzz TV for Ricky Blue Season 4, Episode 2, titled Homecoming. I am your host, Bam Erickson, and I would like to introduce to you my lovely host. Hi, I'm Anita Four. Hello, everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. And I am Tiana Hobson. So, Episode 2, Season 4, Homecoming. Your initial thoughts. Go. I actually really liked it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, like you said, I'm glad they're back to the whodunit mm-hmm. part because then it makes it makes the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. I liked it. It was funny. Um, there was more humor in this episode compared to the um, the premiere episode last week, and yeah, it, it had more personal storylines compared mm-hmm. to uh, just this whole big crime uh, storyline that mm-hmm. we got last week. I liked it too. I thought it was better. I agreed with you last week that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was good last week, but I like the whodunit. It makes, it's what makes it a cop show. Mm-hmm. And we need that factor in there. We need them solving crimes in order to really appreciate the show. I agree. And everyone was involved in some sort of way, whether if it was a small part or a little part, we got to figure out what's going on in their lives. And so let's go into the big thing that happened. So there was a proposal. Yay! Yay. So Best proposed to Noelle, who was coming back on the first day. And she's thinking there's this big crime scene. And she opens the bag. And um, Gail and... Was it Gail and Collins that was pretending? Dove. uh, Yeah. Dove. Gail and Dove. And Dove, they were pretending to be dead on the floor. And she's like, what's going on? And then this nice garage opens with all the officers... And then Bess proposes. Did you guys think that was, like, romantic? I thought it was because if, you, if you're if you coworkers and you work together every day, I thought it was nice that they involved their police family because mm-hmm. at this point, you know, everyone at the 15th is family. Mm-hmm. And to have everyone involved in it was just a really the icing on the cake. I agree. And it had that police humor. Everyone, uh, you know, they're all police. They're mm-hmm. all friends. So I think everyone could understand that this is just for fun. And um, it was something, you know, family gets together for a nice engagement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really cute. I was <laughs> like, oh, and especially since he even said, Frank even said that it was the place where they had like their first kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, like crime scene type of thing. So that can kind of like they reenacted, which I guess oh, not yeah, really police. sweet. But yeah. I mean, it's a cop, <laughs> so I don't know. Cops would appreciate that. Right. <laughs> but I think it was really nice and I'm happy for them. I don't know. For me, once once the garage rolled up, it reminded me of Officer and a Gentleman for some reason. I don't know why, <laughs> but it was just so so cool. Like, you know, he proposed, and it was just like a very profound moment for me. So I liked it. So. <laughs> but uh, that was pretty much that's all going on with uh, with uh, Noel and, and Bess. For a second there, I did kind of worry when 
she was making the speech at the the party, he was kind of sitting there looking kind of dead. Yeah. And then when he go, and then when he went into the restroom, and he couldn't get in, and then we go into the restroom. I'm thinking like, oh my god, don't let him be on drugs or something. But then it wound up being something else. But he looked kind of like out of it. It was was it just me that noticed that? No, I think he looked out of it. Maybe he was just this one of those days where he was, he was just out of it in general. Yeah. You know, could have been I mean, just you know just a long day. Everyone yeah. had yeah. a long day there, mm-hmm. and I think. Yeah, he had his fun, you know. Uh, everyone knows about the engagement. Everyone's happy for him. He's he was just he's you know, going content- to the bathroom. I thought he had like a content face. Like I'm content. Okay, yeah, finally, like, finally happy mm-hmm. and he's like because honestly, they're the best couple. I love everyone yeah. else, but those two together makes me so happy that I want <laughs> them together in real life. <laughs> no, I like them, but for me, Jerry and Tracy was the uh, couple. Oh, love them. Yeah. yeah. The couple. They were the they were the best. They but I would say that uh, out of who's left, out of who's left, I would I would Noel and Frank they they rank up there. I yeah I agree that they're the most stable couple right now, mm-hmm. and they've had been the most stable throughout the whole season because you can see you know when Noel was trying to get pregnant, Best was always there supporting her, mm-hmm. and now that they're actually best friends, you know you get married to your best friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it's it's a good example of that. Um, you know, you can find happiness later on in life. Mm-hmm. It might not come when you expect it to come, but you will find your bliss and your happiness because she was, you know, given up on love. Basically, she's like, I'm going to have this child on my own, do it alone. And then that's in doing that is when she finally was able to find like her, her person. Well, you know who does not have good luck, it appears? Is, um, <laughs> is Epstein. That poor thing. <laughs> he, he encounters... The most the craziest interesting girl. yeah. girls. What was up with Francesca? This girl who comes to the precinct, she doesn't speak English. What? It, he just always has very interesting girls that he stories with. What do you guys think about that with him and Diaz and that whole thing? I go ahead. Uh, no, I agree. Like because all the females that we've seen that have come in and out of his life they're mm-hmm. all kind of crazy in a yeah. little bit they have their crazy backstories so i can understand why epstein took this vow of celibacy <laughs> you know yeah i think he just did it for himself mm-hmm. he's like hold up i need to take a break yeah he he tends to get stuck with the crazies like even with like cases and stuff like that he's always stuck always with the crazies, like, yeah. yeah yeah he's always stuck with like you know the out out there, you know. You know the charity <laughs> cases, the, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the only thing I really took away from the Francesca storyline was they used it as a way for him to highlight what's great about being in the city so that his boyfriend, Diaz, he could kind of... <laughs> they, they are like a couple. I, I mean, know. It's so, they have a bromance. So and it's so cute. And you can tell that Epstein really doesn't want to lose his buddy. He was yeah. trying... He was reaching hard tonight by trying to link examples of how great the city is to a girl who he can't even communicate with in that, like, trying to make Diaz stay. But that was the only thing I got out of that. Other than that, I was like, Francesca, like, I mean... She really had no point. Yeah, there's no point. Why she was a part of the shootout, I don't know. She had no point, and it was already touched that he's, you know, that he's not, he's refraining from sex, so... Well, he was. was, It's nice (laughs) to, well, yeah... I was going to get to that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I jumped. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. It was like an ABCD storyline or something for the night. So. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was very, it was very 
Yeah, so I don't know. We'll we'll figure out what's wrong with this Francesca girl because all the girls that he deals with, they're never sane. So I'm sure something's going to happen with them, but maybe we can talk about that in predictions. What do you guys think about... What do you guys think about Gail Peck and Collins? I I think they're cute, and I think they will actually last a bit longer because mm-hmm. you see Gail, she she's ups- initially still upset with Nick for leaving, but uh, her way of showing affection and love, you know, she gives it as a she's just giving person a hard time, mm-hmm. and so I think she actually generally cares for Nick, and she'll eventually just get over the fact that he left her. I think she likes him more than he likes her. I don't know, maybe that's just... This episode, I got the feeling that he was forcing himself to make the bigger steps with him, especially after talking to the wife in the scenario, how she said, you know, I had my happiness, I wish I had known about it sooner. And then after that, you kind of see him looking over at Andy a Mm -hmm. bit this episode, and so I took it as he's trying to force it more, because that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I think that if Gail continues with this for me, childish behavior. Nick can put um, he can possibly go to McNally. I just think that for her to blame him for not calling or texting for six months, Gail, he was <laughs> undercover. You he can't use his phone, and by you being a cop, for me, it just it to- their whole this whole relationship between these two it totally loses me because. She cannot be so wrapped into her emotions, Miss Tough Girl. She's now wrapped into her emotions that she's forgetting that he's undercover, he's a cop, and that has to take number one priority when he's undercover. I don't understand it, especially when she was kidnapped last year, and she should know the severity of when someone is undercover, he has to do his job. He can't call you. I'm sorry. Like mm-hmm. You need to get yeah. over it. He's there now. And rather than do certain things and slapping, like, I don't, just, I don't know. I mean, if she was a civilian, Mm -hmm. I could see that she wouldn't quite understand, you know, why couldn't you just call me? Why couldn't you just Mm -hmm. let me know? But being another cop, that's the one person who should understand his job better than he even does. Like, if she was in his shoes, she would have done the same thing and made the same choices. They say that, you know, actors a lot of times say when they're together with another actor, you know, they get it. They understand, you know, that I'm going to be gone. And so Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to have a relationship with someone in your field because they should understand. So Gail should understand where he's coming from. Or maybe, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's (laughs) okay. I get that she got angry at first, but then it's like you see that he's not coming home and you see that McNally's not there. It's like she should have realized, well, hello, he's on the cover. He can't call me. You know, he can't. Mm-hmm. It's not like they would have just disappeared off the face. You know, yeah. I mean, but, they know. But it was revealed once they had their, their morning meeting that the two of them had been gone for six months. Welcome back. So she knew that he was gone. But maybe for Gail, because she's kind of childish in her relationship. She's kind of like a she's very childish. So maybe this is her way of kind of just throwing things at him to make him beg and apologize for not calling and texting. She seems her character seems like the the type of person where she knows his reason, but she wants him to 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 beg and to I'm sorry I didn't call you. She really likes for for me it appears that she likes for her men to kind of beg and call back. 
Yeah, and mm-hmm. the and thing so is, she, and so she's ready to take you back. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, she did. There was a line tonight where she said, "This is the second time you left me." Mm-hmm. So I can kind of <laughs> understand why she might be a little bit more angrier this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, why he left so abruptly. But let us know what you think if Gail is right or wrong for still being angry at Collins mm-hmm. for leaving uh, by going on to iTunes, looking up AfterBuzz TV Rookie Blue. And from there, you can rate and comment, and please tell a friend. This is a brand new show here at After Buzz, and we love Ricky Blue, and we hope you do too. So let us know what you think, and tell us your predictions as well. It's only how After Buzz grows. Good job. Oh. Oh. Word. Word. I feel like we're going to the Wild West or something. We are. Well, What's going on? Did you, did, you, did you say word? I said word. I, I didn't say word. I said word. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, good point, Marissa, about this being a new show, by the way. I wish I could tie this in better apart from that, but I have no other means. I, I've never seen Rookie Blue in my life, so I have no other means of doing that. We'll get uh, you there. Uh, but hey, Rookie Blue was a show that we weren't doing at the time, and a lot of you guys wrote in and said you guys wanted to do it. So as After Buzz with the Super Fan Network, we said, hey, gotta do it. There's my panel. Say hi, everybody. Hi. Um, so in return, uh, here at AfterBuzz, you know, we, we offer all these great things to you guys for free. You know, we do take your opinion seriously. And uh, all we ask for in return is every now and then if you guys can really support us. One of the ways is, obviously, you guys are on iTunes. There's a new movie out that uh, a lot of the AfterBuzzers here did. It's called Adventures of Serial Buddies. That is the theme song by the, one of the theme songs we're listening to. Uh, I'll play another one. How about that? While we, <laughs> while I finish up this uh, this little plug of ours, um, there you go. Um, one of the things you guys can really do to support AfterBuzz and Rookie Blue and all these guys and all the hosts is go to iTunes, download Adventures of Serial Buddies. It's a comedy. It's it's just out. It's about two serial killers that become friends. It's amazing. It's got Henry Winkler, Beth Bears from Two Broke Girls. Uh, Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future, Christopher McDonald, Maria Menounos, Henry Winkler, Kathy Lee Gifford. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing 800 names in there. <laughs> but it's hilarious. It is very, very funny. Um, you will not regret it. And again, it really helps us out here. So now, without further ado, it's back a- to Rookie it- Blue. It's available on iTunes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Can we just... Can we continue with this for a second? Go the, ahead. The theme song, the burp song. Yes. You want the burp song? Let's get the burp song going. I really love that beat. Can you play just one more time? <laughs> it's very Western. Yes, it I, but the, 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 the beat's hard. Can this song be downloaded on iTunes? We are working on something where you can get the soundtrack. For now, I guess you could just listen to the movie. It, it literally, you'll see it's a motif in the movie when something with when these guys are doing something mischievous. Um, and I hate to call them serial killers because they're never really <laughs> meant as serial killers. You never really look at them that way because they're complete idiots. It's like Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber, but more like Dumb and Dumber. They're buddies who kill. That's right. And uh, so, fans, please tell a friend, spread the word. It means a whole great deal here at AfterBuzz TV. The song should be on in the club. I can't get onto it. No? I'm the only one? Okay. And you can follow Cyril Buddies on Twitter at Cyril underscore Buddies. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I, I love that song. So I can't wait till it's available on iTunes so that I can download it and then you guys can all download it. And then you can bump it in your cars and then maybe request it at the club when you go to the supper club on Tuesdays. Hey. Hey. All right. Hey. So 
Uh, now let's go into this to this little foursome storyline that we had going on with McNally, Cruz, Shaw, and Sam. So, so Shaw and McNally, they were driving. They were they were partners uh, for for tonight's episode, and so there was a lot of bonding. Would you say? Yes. There was a lot of I bonding agree. between the two where. He's not happy at home, but she thinks he's happy at home. But he's really going through something. McNally's kind of going through something. So they kind of needed each other. What did you guys think about uh, their little bond this week? I thought it was completely healthy because we think that from last week, we think that Ali has gone back to his wife and he's happy again. He's with his family. But then I think because Sam has this new girl in his life that he doesn't really have Sam to go to to mm-hmm. tell his personal problems. Yeah. So now Andy's back, and so Ali has another companion to speak to. Mm-hmm. I think it was really therapeutic for both of them to have the other person there to mm-hmm. kind of um, reach our, you know, like open up to mm-hmm. because Andy is her first day back on the force. She has to now see, you know, the guy who's broken her heart twice now um, with another girl working and being in a relationship with her and I mean I think there's still a lot of unresolved feelings with that mm-hmm. which I'm, we'll, we'll talk about later but I, I liked seeing them together it felt very father-daughter mm-hmm. type of relationship Agreed. where you know it was yeah. very easy for them to open up to each other I think they can like relate to each other a little bit you know some of the stuff that they're going through yeah I mean it's not exactly the same of course not but I just think that like I mean they're always gonna it kind of like to have someone to lean on. And another thing, it was originally Andy and Cruz together, and then Ollie stepped in, and he was like, oh, no, I'll take her. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. So I think it was just Ollie's way of looking out for Andy yeah. again as well. Right, but we knew what. I think we predicted that they would eventually be partners together. Mm-hmm. So we knew that that was going to happen, but I guess we'll see that for uh, for the next episode. So I thought that was I thought that was kind of cool. And then when... When McNally and um, when Nash were jogging, they ran into Cruz. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was kind of cool too. So now, what do you guys think about the Cruz character? Was there any more development that you guys? Uh, she kind of gave um, Andy. I mean, Andy came in with you know her news about the case and mm-hmm. was, wanted to go straight to Sam, asked where he was, and she kind of shot right by Cruz. Mm-hmm. But then Cruz was up there later on when Andy's like, "Yeah, so see, I was right," and she kind of gave her a stank face, mm-hmm. and I didn't appreciate that because I was like, "Pump your brakes, girl! Like yeah. you just got here. I don't know you well enough. You're picking on my girl Andy." So I, I'm not Cruz's biggest fan. But I don't think I'm supposed to be. I honestly fan. don't like her, and I think she needs to go. But I think that's the reason why we have Cruz, because yeah. she's a person that the audience do- doesn't want, and we're, it makes us root for Andy and Sam to get back together mm-hmm. even more so. Okay, now let me play devil's advocate. So you guys don't like her because you don't know her. No- you don't know her. Like <laughs> her. But McNally was gone for six months, and there was a conversation with the two of them that they basically, he was going to wait for her. But six months passed by. He didn't hear from her. Is he supposed to sit around and twiddle his thumbs for the rest of his life? Gail did. Well, Even Gail, though she was pissed off. She's a chicken head, so she's <laughs> But is, 
Is Sam just supposed to sit around and wait and twiddle his thumbs? Like, what is he supposed to do? You can't... Why are we blaming... Why are we blaming the girl who has nothing to do with in no relationship? I don't blame her. I just don't like her because she's right. there. But I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I think that their conversation was very good because something that he that he said, which kind of hurt my heart, was when he was like, she's not you. That, yeah, that, was, that like, was a low yeah. blow on his, his part high, because yeah. that's, I mean, that's so horrible to hear as a human just in general, yeah. to have someone be like, well, you know, it's simple, it's easy. She's basically not you. She's everything opposite. But it's she also said, missing the kind of yeah. passion that Swarik and Sam have. He said that she's smart, fun, not complicated. Mm-hmm. She's not you. I I actually saw Sam saying that line as a good thing towards um, Andy because it just shows that Sam actually misses Andy. Like, she's not you. Not like she's not you, you know, kind of deal. Like, Andy's actually the person that he wants. But he- <laughs> his tone at that moment. Yeah, it was kind of like. No, I got the tone that, like, he wanted Andy. But her response wasn't, like, she wasn't, like, baffled by it. She kind of took it kind of neutral. I don't know. She didn't take it in a in a negative way for me. But I do think that he, I do think that Sam was giving a diss to her. I think it was meant as a diss, but yeah. It, yeah. but it's not really a diss because mm-hmm. what the craziness between them is like that sexual tension that's always there with Andy and Swarik. And I didn't feel it today. I didn't, I didn't feel, feel it today. Yeah. But what he's saying about Cruz mm-hmm. is basically like it's easy. It's it's breezy. But with Sam, like you have to fight for it, and they're mm-hmm. constantly bickering but not in a bad way it's like they're constantly pushing each other to be better every day and sometimes who want to deal with all that yeah but it's like he's saying that's like she's exhausting yeah you know she like exhaust him but i think sometimes those are the best relationships yeah. you have to make them work if you really really have your heart into it well he said he was gonna wait he didn't maybe but i'll say this about cruise now let me jump on to you guys aside there is something funny looking about her that I don't there's something with the face or the lips like she makes these very weird stink ex- face yeah she makes yeah. these stink faces like, and I don't know if it's I, I mean I'm, I'm not I'm not in, in I'm not in any regards you know uh, making fun of of her appearance um, but there's just something about the expressions that she used as she's acting that I don't know, it's kind of like a stank face and her <laughs> lips are kind of like, you know. Yeah. There, There is something that kind of turns me off about her. Like she's trying too hard to be stank. Exactly. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. yes. I get yeah. it. Like she's being the bad person. Yeah, she's yeah. trying too hard to like fit in. So she wants to play like, uh, you know, one of that, that kind of little whole little attitude thing. It's like, oh, Andy's yeah. back. Like now I have, mm. you know, this to deal with instead of, I mean, you came on to her. Yeah. She was gone at the time, but this is still Andy's home. Like she's been there the longest. So, but, but she's totally, th- I'm sorry. Yeah. She's she's totally threatened by the fact that, Manal- that McNally's back, oh, which is sorry. why she's making those those (laughs) (laughs) she has she must have different stank faces so we should name them like stank face number one (laughs) but she did say the line like oh i heard a lot about you andy so i think she just knows that she has competition again Mm -hmm. so she's going to do her best to hold on to sam 
Yeah. But I did love the line where uh, Andy was saying that she used to run 5Ks every other day. And mm-hmm. then when Cruz said she, she just did a 10K, and eh, Andy was like, okay, we're going to go again. <laughs> yeah, the competition. I, yeah. I thought that was cool. But I don't know. I wish she would. Uh, I don't know. There's just something about her, like I said, that just kind of rubs me the wrong way. But now what was interesting was when they were in the bar after the whole um after the whole who done it was over you know they went, they she went to where Sam was and she was kissing or whatever but again McNally she seemed unfazed at all so is she over Sam is she just in a good spirit is she in a good mood is she fronting what is she doing I think she's fronting right now because yeah. she doesn't want him to see her especially after the conversation they had just had but I think when she stepped outside and talked to um Shaw mm-hmm. I think that's when it really hit her like you know what the it's not over yet uh-huh. so but she wears her heart on her sleeve so she's not that good at pretending that she's not over him but she did a she just seemed unfazed to me i don't think she's over him because there was a quick moment where before noel gave her speech like mm-hmm. immediately before that uh she had this quick glance to sam and then after noel's speech sam was looking at andy uh-huh. so they both do want each other yeah i was gonna say that too because mm-hmm. i just saw like that little like spark type thing like okay yeah, yeah you know they both still have Didn't feelings. you miss me <laughs> yeah. Thing, yeah yeah all right well let's get into the the bank robbery what do you guys think a lot of shooting yes yeah, <laughs> a lot of shooting. Like, yeah. <laughs> welcome back on the force yeah <laughs> right back into it <laughs> Thank you for the side effect. (laughs) I was expecting the robbery itself in the the bank. I was expecting it to be like more long and kind of drawn out, held hostage. I mean, it happened so quick and then they go into the the chase. I was expecting more. I actually thought it was going to be the whole episode. Me too. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the whole episode. I thought the resolution of the bank robbery was going to be a lot longer and Mm -hmm. a little more difficult because all it basically was was a lot of shooting and then Andy didn't even finish her sentence before he kind of gave up the woman and I was like, whoa, that's all it took this whole time was like three words out of her mouth? Yeah, I agree. The resolution was way too fast, but that's the other thing that I did like about this, they didn't focus on the actual case they were solving. This episode was more focused on the personal relationships between everybody. Mm. For me, the bank, I felt that a couple things. Did you guys notice the background actors? Yes. They were looking into the camera. Yes. And that was <laughs> that was that was distracting me from trying to focus on the actual crime. And another thing was, he's inside the bank, and people are coming out. He doesn't seem to care what's going on. It was almost like a sloppy bank robbery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very sloppy. Now, when McNally saw that there was a baby, when he turned around that there was a baby, do you think that she should have known that that was a fake baby? There was no crying? Um I mean, after, of course, Miss Hader herself, Cruz, made, you know, came in, you know, saying that, you know, it's the baby's fake. And now she didn't, she didn't, she didn't put her down, but she did say that, you know, these new type of, uh, these baby dolls are really hard to spot and they really do look real. So she wasn't, she didn't throw shade, but 
it did kind of make me think like that's the moment for me where sometimes McNally after four seasons she still thinks like a rookie but I think the thing is that like in um, crime that once you throw uh, an infant into the picture Mm -hmm. it changes the whole scene it compromises your situation if you were to shoot Mm -hmm. the person with the baby you're gonna have to like go through court and all that to justify your actions it elevates your case way even more so I get that but what I'm saying is that in the moment when he turned around how many babies can stay quiet through yelling get down ah ah and there was not one there was not one whine of a baby's cry that's true but at the same (laughs) something like that is what I was expecting at the same time though it's like you never know so you have to take every precaution Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if it was just the camera angle, but when he turned around, I, I, I was like, that baby's not real. Just thinking storyline wise, clearly this is going to be how he gets away because you know why wouldn't a bank robber walk in with the baby to distract the police? So I see where she's being cautious mm-hmm. as to not put herself in the situation where you know she accidentally kills a baby because then that would be like her badge right there. Mm-hmm. But if under those circumstances, cops are supposed to still be calm and cool and collected and aware of their surroundings and what's happening. Well, so I think that the baby not making noises should have been some sort of sign uh, that. Right, because mm-hmm. Sam did call her out in regards to her reacting the way that she did. And then also, where was Shaw? Shaw got out of the car, and I'm not sure where he went. McNally saw that people were running frantically out the bank. She calls her back up, and then boom, he pops out, and then he has her back. Once he had already shot one of the um, one of the uh, the teller, the teller. So where was where was Shaw? He took a bathroom break. No, weren't they <laughs> when they were driving? weren't uh, weren't they talking about like going to this one place to get food or something? Or the I think it was like food or a drink that they they've been craving for a while, and that's why Andy was waiting in the car because he was off to get you're right, that. He, you're right. You're right. You're right. He did get out the car to go somewhere else, and then it was because she saw them coming out of the bank. Yeah, gotcha. But okay. when she saw the woman saw, run out of the bank, when she saw the woman run out of the bank, isn't that a point when she should have called like, "Hey, yes, there's yeah, some, absolutely. Very, there's yeah, some yeah. suspicious activity happening at the bank Rather right now." I'm going to go check get it inside out. the bank because I mean, for all we know, had she walked into the bank. And had the guy not been so focused on trying to get the teller, I mean, she could have potentially harmed herself. I thought she was going to end up being captive in the bank. That's what I was... I was waiting for someone to come from behind her and knock her out again. Um, Because that's something that happens to her her, It happens to her a lot. I Um, was totally hoping that that would happen. Yeah. (laughs) I was was like, this is is the episode. Andy's going to end up being trapped inside there. It's her first day back and she forgot how to be a cop. Mm -hmm. Wasn't aware of her surroundings and gets caught in the robbery. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I hoped. Okay, so then once that whole ordeal was over, and then they go into the investigation. And so when they go into the investigation, of course, it's revealed that the baby was not uh, a real baby. And McNally did not think that the suspect that they had, because once um, the trigger inside the bank they went and followed where the trigger was set off. And so it was set off in a car, which I think was six blocks 
uh, past uh, where the bank was. And so they find the car was registered to someone else. And so they go and question him. And McNally just simply did not think that that was a person. And then Sam and, of course, Cruz. <laughs> How ironic that the two of them are now on the same side, you know, agreeing against McNally. Hmm. Okay, what a shocker. But, <laughs> um, but Sam trusted her gut instinct, and she figured that something was not right about the guy who who they had brought into question. I actually kind of called that because mm-hmm. I was telling mm-hmm. yeah. Tiana, I'm like, watch, you know, the whole like situation where like the partner, even like when I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but like in the hospital mm-hmm. room, mm-hmm. in the hospital room where, you know, the wife was telling uh, Nick, Nick mm-hmm. sorry, I was like Peter. But <laughs> 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 the wife was telling Nick about you know, the situation where she left her, like, ex who was, like, abusive and he was, like, really like, jealous and, like, possessive and stuff. I'm like, I call that. I'm like, I told yeah, Tiana, I'm like, did. watch. It's it's going to be him. That was funny. Um, I I wanted to talk about that moment in the alley when Nelly yes. <laughs> first finds um, so Kevin yeah. when he tries to run and runs straight into the dumpster he turns and knocks and himself so out. Funny funniest moment of the night yeah, that was like straight agreed. out of a cartoon <laughs> episode it, it really was, was. So funny. it was kind of out of place but it it, it 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 came right when you needed it yeah, yeah. it broke up the tension yeah. just enough to give you that moment of like okay i can relax for a second <laughs> and then took you right back into the whodunit drama totally agree uh what do you guys think else about the um about the the robbery any other for as much as andy makes silly rookie errors Uh her gut instincts 90 percent of the time are pretty spot on Uh so the fact that i like that she said she didn't believe it but instead of just settling for that she went out there and did the police work Mm -hmm. necessary Mm -hmm. to prove that she's not just trying to disagree with cruz because she's dating um Mm -hmm. her ex now and she's jealous she didn't come off as a jealous girl ex-girlfriend in this case trying to prove her point Mm -hmm. she went out there did the work to find the evidence she needed to bring back and be like, okay, look, I'm not crazy. Maybe you guys should listen to me sometimes. Totally agree. And again, it showed that Andy, you know, she acts first before she thinks she should have waited for Oliver to help back her up in the situation. But trusting our gut instincts is, uh, is very good. For some reason, when I think of trusting your gut, it reminds me, of course, of another ABC show, Scandal. You know, Olivia Pope, <laughs> yeah. she trusts her gut, and McNally also does the same thing. So I think that's kind of cool, too. Any other um, things before we go into the final scene at the bar? Well, we find out that the, uh, the robbery mm-hmm. was not the guy that Andy caught in the street. It was someone else. Yeah. It was... Timothy McCray. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, which is the victim's wife's ex. Yeah, and yeah. that they were roommates. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or, well, actually, cellmates. Cellmates. Yeah. Cellmates <laughs> in prison. And, uh, yeah. And, and he had a thing against the teller. That's why he shot him. Yeah. Because yeah. Sam said that to the other officers multiple times. Like, he already had the money. He had his clear path out. Why did why he still shoot, shoot the teller? And no one was listening to her. Yeah. She was that. totally young. And even, fine. I was like, yeah, that, when I watched it, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Why would he still shoot him? So I'm glad that, I mean, at least she believes in herself enough to follow it up because Swarek was ready to put this guy away for murder forever yeah. because 
is already like a felon and stuff. And do you think that he was only doing? Do you think that he was doing it to purposely go against McNally's uh, McNally's uh, judgment? If it wasn't done purposely, I, then I, probably subconsciously. Yeah. Because I felt like it was almost like, okay, this is a person, okay, he just wanted to be done with the situation. That's how I felt. I think it was kind of just Sam's way of showing his authority again, be like, okay, Andy, this is your or first day too, back. Yeah. Yeah. Are uh-huh. you thinking straight? You know. So I think he was just kind of putting any in her place. Agree. It's a, pickle, it's a typical Swarek move because he's done that in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's still kind of her T.O. sometimes mm-hmm. instead of, you know, realizing that she's still, she's graduated up a level. Yeah. Yeah. But when, even when they were, but when they were looking through um, Timothy's apartment and found his bloody shirt, Andy was going through the drawers, touching everything <laughs> yeah. in there. And then him being the detective had like a pen <laughs> and was lifting things up to not yeah. contaminate the evidence. And in that moment, I was Andy, really? Come on. Put on some gloves. Well, at least she had her gloves on when they were in a dumpster. Yeah. yeah. She she wore them in a dumpster, but not in the apartment. Yeah. Because so. she's still learning. <laughs> and then the, there was the line uh, at the end of the episode where Sam was joking around and being like, you need to go back to the shooting range. Yeah. You're a little rusty. <laughs> I did like that, too. Yeah, and then they had their little banter back and forth. But again, even when they were having their banter, I didn't see that lustful connection that you normally see to me it just felt like two exes who have gone on about their business and it's over i felt like it was two exes who were holding back Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. not saying what they actually were feeling and trying to pretend like everything was okay okay Mm -hmm. well there were some other things that went on in the bar so basically what happened is there was the engagement party for for um for Bess and for uh, Noel and so basically everyone's there. Noel she makes this great speech about how, you know, she has waited all of her life to find uh, someone and she's been able to have the love of her life, which is her baby and her man, as she said. <laughs> so that was that was really good. And from there, you just kind of start to see a lot of love. Uh, ponder and, and and kind of spread throughout the room you saw you saw gail and um uh, uh gail and collins making out and Bess is like get a room and then of course <laughs> and then of course um dove and chloe dove and at, chloe are, at the bar are yeah this chloe chick man she she was a little dizzy she came out of nowhere mm-hmm. yeah Too completely random at first i thought it was like a setup from like I another, thought she was like, a paid escort. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Maybe Diaz was kind of, hey, buddy, you really need to get some. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to send this girl so you stop bugging me about not leaving you. And then, of course, there was, um, and then it was the whole bathroom fiasco where he now loses, um, not his virginity, but he loses. His celibacy. He, he breaks yes, his he breaks it. He breaks his, yeah. <laughs> what did you guys think about that? Were you shocked? No. <laughs> no, because you can see throughout this whole episode, Dove was getting a little antsy. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was kind of wanting it, so I'm not surprised. He was being tested left and right, and at some point, you, you're going to give in to the lust mm-hmm. side, no matter how hard you fight it. Now, now Diaz and uh, Nash was not there. Nash 
didn't go because she wanted to stay focused and then just being at work really takes her mind off what's going on in her personal life of course you know her ex-fiance Jerry being married did you see did you think for a moment that maybe the two of that Diaz and Tracy Nash would kind of get a little closer no no I don't I, don't, so. I didn't see that I see that uh Tracy is having mm-hmm a real hard time Mm -hmm. with um, what happened with Jerry and she's as much as she wants to say that maybe she's okay she's really not Mm -hmm. and at the same time is like who has her kid I mean I know like a babysitter she has a babysitter doesn't she like you know her mom or someone it feels like she's like just like working and working and working Uh and just like not like taking care of and like not you know, being yeah. a front and saying, okay, this is my problem. I'm having issues with this and this and this, and I need somebody to talk to you. Instead, she's just like in her work, and you know, there's no baby. There's no, it's just, I don't know. She looks really thin. She does. And that big hair. Mm. She, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I liked their relationship because I think Diaz is so used to being the ladies' man. He's always the last one at the bar, leaving with a different chick mm-hmm. every night. And now he sees and understands where Tracy's come from because she's never been the one late at the bars because she's always taken priority. Her son has taken priority. Mm-hmm. And so now that he has a child at home, which I still don't think it is, and, yeah. um, you know, he, he understands that environment and he wants more for his family. He's like, I can't raise a child out here with all these random shootings and stuff. I need small town, small town. What do you guys think about DS's BM, baby mama? Yeah, I don't like her. <laughs> I don't, and I honestly don't think Diaz is going to last long with her because at, at the end of the episode, you we see her say, um, are you coming to bed? And he was like, yeah. And But she just gives this look like, okay, yeah, like I believe you. Mm-hmm. So I don't think their, their relationship's on good terms right now. Like I think she just kind of, they're kind of growing tired of each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, there's definitely something to where, you know, they're not sleeping in bed together. He's... You know, oh, I go to bed later, and maybe he's falling asleep on the sofa. But you can tell there's some there's some problems going on in their relationship. What do you I think? don't think that. First of all, I don't think he's the father. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think that the only reason why she came back was because she needed money and needed help, and she knows how he is. Oh, she. I think mm-hmm. she's totally playing him like a deck of oh, cards. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah, definitely. I think Diaz is. Just doing all this for her out of obligation, not out of real love. Yeah, he totally wants Mm -hmm. to do the right thing. And you can Mm. tell they're just annoyed with each other. And Mm. maybe when they move away, maybe the annoyance is mostly because they're in such a small space. There's four, well, three and a half humans living in a two-bedroom apartment that should not be normal. You know, they have the baby, they have Dove, and they have those two. So it's tight spaces, tensions just high Mm -hmm. throughout their so maybe they're thinking once they get out and get back to, I forget where he's transferring to. Timmons. Well, Timmons. Yeah. Once they get there, everything's going to be better because it's just going to be them. They're going to have their spa- their personal space back. We will talk about the transfer doing predictions because I have yeah. something to say about that. Let's go into news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Oh, oh okay. I'll go. Um, I just... Um, the ratings for last week, the premiere, were up 18% from the season Yay. three finale, but it was still down a little bit from the premiere of last year. So, I mean, but that's still good. It was up 18% from the season finale. So, good job. And then I wanted to talk about this crazy schedule that we have a little bit of. So, we got two, 
weeks of new shows. The show's going to be off for three weeks because of the NBA Finals happening. So it's due to come back on June 27th. Go Spurs. Go Spurs. Go Spurs. West Coast. Best Coast. (laughs) Um, And then it's off for another week after June 27th. And then after that, it comes back on July 11th. And then we'll get 10 straight weeks that will take us through the season finale on September 12th. So it's a little crazy. So stick with the schedule, guys, because, I mean, it's hard when they do that, when they split up the season like this. Mm -hmm. But stick to it because we will be here every week. Mm -hmm. Yay. That's my news and gossip. Okay. Any other? Uh, No, we did find out. I did find out from um, YouTube. One of our viewers said that. Okay, I'm going to mess up her name again. Annika? Annika? Unica. Uh, Unica. Oh, Unica. Unica. Uh, Unica. Uh, oh, it's uh, the, 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 Tracy. Uh, Tracy. Yeah, Tracy. it's, it's Tracy's U- actually, U- Unica Ukuma. Tracy's actually, or, okay, she's actually 36 because we were debating how old she was and stuff like that. Right, because I said I saw her in Double Jeopardy back in 1999. Right. <laughs> yeah, so she looks very good for her age. She yes. looks, she totally looks like she can be a rookie cop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's athletically built and you know she physically takes care of herself mm-hmm. so she ages well. Yeah. All right, well then let's now go into predictions. And now your after buzz TV predictions. <laughs> and being that we're only two episodes in, uh-huh. you know, we're gonna have to really hold on to these predictions because it's gonna be a minute before we come back and reconvene yeah. for <laughs> uh <laughs> For the uh, season four, so let's start on the end. What do you think? Um, well, I'm really excited to see Cruz and McNally <laughs> bicker as partners because I think that things are finally going to start coming out, true feelings, and I can't wait for a bitch fight. That's just going to be yes. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Diaz is going to move away to Timmons. He will be gone for a good amount of time and that he will come back because he finds out that that baby is not his. So he moved away for nothing and he will come back to the 15th division. He's not the father. Yeah, I agree. I think um, Nick and Gail, Gail's going to get upset with Nick when she finds out that Nick and Andy had this faux relationship during their undercover um, scheme there. And I think Gail's just going to get upset and make it all about her again. And then Nick's going to get angry and leave. And they both just took my predictions. <laughs> okay. Well, really, okay. I'll go to my predictions. I think this whole DS and this transfer thing is like, okay, either transfer, be gone, or leave it alone. I'm tired of hearing about it. And so I'm, I think that it's going to be revealed that that he's not the father. And I'm thinking because Tracy kind of needs some kind of, uh, Nash needs some kind of storyline, I think maybe she will be a part of discovering that that's not, uh, that that's not his child. Mm-hmm. It's kind of far-fetched. She'll help with the or investigation. She'll, she'll help with the investigation. And then I also think she's going to have a breakdown. She's got, she has to have a moment this yeah. season yeah. where she's like, you know, I lost the love of my life. So I think she's definitely going to have a breakdown at some point. Ooh, I just thought of another prediction. Yes, what? I'm going to predict that Luke mm-hmm. comes back. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that maybe Andy and Luke start getting together again. And that's what's going to make Swarik so jealous that he ends up coming back and getting Andy, like and that's that. how they get back together. That's good. Luke well, comes yeah. in, and we know they can't stand each other, so that's 
no, Luke. I, I want to no, see Luke, Luke just I, <laughs> mess like, things up like yeah, he just, always does. Yeah, just mess things up a little bit. Hmm. Okay, well, <laughs> let's uh, get into where you guys can be found before we go. So, um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at tweet twenty two. I'm on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JustAnique and my website, AnikeDufour.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bam Erickson. And you can also check me out at Big Six Entertainment. Uh, and you can find out more news about my film that's coming out later this year. So we want to thank you guys for watching another After Buzz after show for Rookie Blue Season 4, Episode 2, Homecoming. Unfortunately... We won't be back for a couple of weeks due to the NBA Finals, but you guys keep it locked. Go to iTunes, download and rate, and re-listen to our first two episodes. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Download Serial you know Buddies. funny? If you guys recap, like, there's a lot of basketball in this damn show. Not an album, but basketball. I can do that. I can do that. Why is Tim funny. Duncan here right now? I'm all for basketball. Yeah. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. After Buzz TV. After Buzz TV.